Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Christian Basil and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is big love. God's holy work is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ, the defeat of death itself. We have received the gift of new life and we can use that gift to spread God's big love to those near and far. Joining Christians everywhere during this Easter season, we proclaim with joy, Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. A reading from Ezekiel chapter 4, verses 1 through 17. And you, O mortal, take a brick and set it before you. On it portray a city, Jerusalem, and put siege works against it, and build a siege wall against it, and cast up a ramp against it. Set camps also against it, and plant battering rams against it all around. Then take an iron plate, and place it as an iron wall between you and the city. Set your face toward it, and let it be in a state of siege, and press the siege against it. This is a sign for the house of Israel. Then lie on your left side, and place the punishment of the house of Israel upon it. You shall bear their punishment for the number of days that you lie there. For I assign to you a number of days, 390 days, equal to the number of years of their punishment. And so you shall bear the punishment of the house of Israel. When you have completed these, you shall lie down a second time, but on your right side, and bear the punishment of the house of Judah. Forty days I assign you, one day for each year. You shall set your face toward the siege of Jerusalem, and with your arm bared you shall prophesy against it. See, I am putting cords on you, so that you cannot turn from one side to the other until you have completed the days of your siege. And you, take wheat and barley, beans and lentils, millet and spelt. Put them into one vessel, and make bread for yourself. During the number of days that you lie on your side, 390 days, you shall eat it. The food that you shall eat shall be 20 shekels a day by weight. At fixed times you shall eat it. And you shall drink water by measure, one-sixth of a hin. At fixed times you shall drink it. You shall eat it as barley cake, baking it in their sight on human dung. The Lord said, Thus shall the people of Israel eat their bread, unclean among the nations to which I will drive them. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, I have never defiled myself. From my youth up until now I have never eaten what died of itself or was torn by animals, nor has carrion flesh come into my mouth. Then he said to me, See, I will let you have cow's dung instead of human dung, on which you may prepare your bread. Then he said to me, Mortal, I am going to break the staff of bread in Jerusalem. They shall eat bread by weight and with fearfulness, and they shall drink water by measure and in dismay. Lacking bread and water, they will look at one another in dismay and waste away under their punishment. Here ends the reading. I bet you didn't expect to hear that kind of scripture reading today. We hear from the prophet Ezekiel about the siege of Jerusalem. 
and about the perspective of being under siege ourselves, living with scarcity. How do we deal with scarcity in the context of God's love and grace? We see the prophet Ezekiel being instructed by God to act out a symbolic representation of the siege that would befall Jerusalem as a result of its rebellion against God. God commands Ezekiel to build a model of Jerusalem and lay siege against it, symbolizing the impending destruction that would come upon the city. Furthermore, God instructs Ezekiel to ration his food and water, using limited and scarce resources as a representation of the scarcity that would be experienced during the siege. Notice the descriptions of food in this passage. They are scraps, the leftovers, the already dead, the offensive. It is the food you are forced to eat when starving. You may even notice a strange recipe for bread in verse 9. And you can buy this bread in many grocery stores. It's called Ezekiel 4.9. It's a combination of scraps of grain that is left over and unnatural. But from those small leftover bits being brought together, you have sustenance. So these actions that Ezekiel takes convey a powerful message to the people of Jerusalem and to us today. There is a harsh reality of living under siege, one that far too many people in our contemporary world live with, where survival becomes a daily struggle. But with every physical siege that occurs, there is also a spiritual and emotional siege that disconnects people from God's love and grace. When we can't see past our physical needs, we can often forget about our spiritual and emotional needs. But all of them are important, and all must be fulfilled. I wonder when you have felt under siege in your own life. I wonder when you have felt that everything is working against you, that you are left to fend for yourself and be sustained by the scraps that everyone else leaves. It might be a strange thing to think about in a joyous season like Easter, but in these times when we feel the overwhelming presence of God's love, it might be a good idea to recall where we have felt cut off from God's love. Because we must remember that we are never cut off from God. Christ's death and resurrection is a testament to the abundance of God's love, so much that it could never be rationed. Even under siege, there is always more than enough. Ezekiel is setting this prophecy in Jerusalem, which again was under siege because of the people's rebellion against God. But Jerusalem was set apart as a holy place, yet in this reading was the location of the greatest sin and rebellion. There is a similar aura of sin and rebellion in Jerusalem in the Gospels, and in that place of sin and rebellion come the greatest act of God's redemptive love and transformation. God takes the place of the greatest defilement and transforms it into the place of the greatest gift of love. What happens in Jerusalem happens at the center of history and has worldwide meaning. It has meaning for us 
and it is the center of our lives. The rebellion and sinfulness that we encounter, the siege in our lives, in whatever form they take, the things that draw us away from God, the things that might cause us to doubt Christ, none of these are limitations on God's love and grace. We have received a limitless gift, a gift of new life and love that is so big that we cannot keep it to ourselves. The more we share the message of God's big love, the more we spread it and live it and allow ourselves to be transformed by it, then the more we transform our own places of sin and rebellion into ones of redemption and love. God's love is not scarce. Take it, bless it, and share it. There is plenty to go around. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, the King of glory, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. Do not leave us comfortless, but send us your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to that place where our Savior Christ has gone before, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Amen.